This is News Talk. We'll start off with the Irish Independent. Very interesting one on the front page. Flow Gas, big energy supplier, as you know, has become the first in Ireland to offer a fixed energy deal here in almost three years. The move is a signal that the era of huge energy price volatility is coming to an end and prices aren't likely to rise further. So this is a bit of positive news for a wet and windy Tuesday morning. Um, so Flow Gas deal covers electricity, gas and dual fuel. And what it means is if you take up that offer if you are a customer you'll have certainty over what you'll pay for a year the standing charge is also fixed the unit prices being offered according to Charlie Weston are the most competitive in the market and I think some people will like this for certainty we were on a bit of our mortgage was on a tracker mortgage and we just couldn't cope with the uncertainty of how much the rates were going to go up by so we switched to a green home loan similarly with electricity it's a nice idea for some people I think that at least they'll know how much their electricity is going to cost that there's not going to be this big shock every time the bill comes in so that's on the front of the Irish Independent the front of the Irish Daily Mail TD's urge to get a personal alarm politicians have been warned by Gardaí to get themselves personal alarms if they've safety concerns and they should wear comfortable shoes to move quickly. Now, politicians are used to wearing comfortable shoes when they're uh, banging on doors at election time, but they're being advised to wear them the whole time. So if they need to run away from a situation, they can. The advice comes after a bag of cow dung was thrown at Minister Anne Rabbit and TD Kieran Cannon last week. That story is also on the front of the Irish Examiner. It's the main story. Gardaí tell TDs to carry panic alarms. Uh, Also, they're being advised to vary the way they travel to work as the government assesses whether to pay for increased security measures. Um, And, you know, it's... There's going to come a point, you would think, that politicians won't be able to meet members of the public if they're living in fear of how they're going to be treated. We saw there in the UK some politicians are wearing bulletproof vests when they meet constituents. Hopefully it doesn't come to that point because one of the unique things about Irish politics is that our politicians are generally accessible. You can meet them in their constituency office. You can walk up to ministers at events and ask them questions and things like that. But there's obviously concern about the personal safety of TDs. So now the Gardaí getting involved uh, and giving them advice. The Irish Times hospitals braced for renewed pressure on beds. More than 850 hospital beds have been unavailable for use this year amid the ongoing pressure on the health service. So we actually do have the physical beds. It's just that they're unavailable for use. Uh, Hospitals, according to the Irish Times, bracing themselves for renewed pressure on their emergency department today. And if you remember, I think it was last Tuesday, we had 931 people on trolleys. And apparently Tuesday is traditionally the busiest day in emergency departments. So let's see how many people lie on trolleys waiting uh, to get a bed today. And then separately, the Irish Times tells us that the first case of a new COVID subvariant causing concern has been detected here. Uh, we've less than five cases of it. And it's called XBB 1.5 subvariant. Not a very sexy name. We'll probably, I think someone else calls it Kraken 
variant as well. But anyway, we've less than five cases of the XBB 1.5 subvariant detected by genomic sequencing in the four weeks before Christmas. So this new subvariant is in Ireland. The other story on the front of the Irish Times, Paul Cullen writes that just when you thought it was safe to go into the water, doctors are warning about a relatively little lone hazard linked to open water swimming fluid on the lungs. Um, It's otherwise known as pulmonary oedema. The condition has been reported in 1-2% to of open water swimmers. So, so many people involved uh, in sea swimming. Uh, When we were in Ackill over New Year's, everyone was in the sea swimming away. But apparently older age, swimming long distances, cold water and being a woman are among the risk factors as are high blood pressure and pre-existing heart disease. So, essentially, just a warning, if you are into open water, or swimming, there could be a risk to your lungs there. But then we'll be told tomorrow how good it is for you to swim in cold water. Now, a number of the papers going with the Eurovision on the front page. So the Irish Daily Star, never mind the ballads, the Irish Sun, Anarchy in the EU, and the Irish Daily Mirror, punk shamrocker Johnny Rotten is in the running to represent Ireland at this year's Eurovision Song Contest Uh, so the band he formed after the Sex Pistols is among six contenders for the Irish entry but Dustin the turkey isn't impressed he told the Irish Mirror it's bonkers isn't it? Well Dustin would know about bonkers and the Eurovision given his experience of it but that's on a number of the papers there and I will say as well it's actually in a number of the British papers this morning so if we want to publicity for Ireland's entry we're certainly getting it with one of the contenders because it's in a number of the British papers today the fact uh, that Johnny Rotten is running to represent Ireland. Now Obviously, Prince Harry's book is out today, uh, so it's in a number of the papers. The Times goes through an interview yesterday he gave, which didn't get as much publicity as the one on ITV. I suppose largely as a lot of people in Ireland may not have seen this interview with Anderson Cooper on 60 Minutes, but it's on the front of the Times of London. uh, Prince Harry describing the Queen as dangerous. Now, the Queen is Camilla. Uh, I'm still finding it difficult because I still think of the Queen as being Elizabeth, but the Queen here is Camilla. So he calls Camilla dangerous and he criticised her attempts to rehabilitate her image after becoming the villain. So Prince Harry accused Camilla of doing whatever she could to salvage her reputation in the years before she married Charles. Harry said of Camilla, she was the villain, she was the third person in the marriage, she needed to rehabilitate her image. He said uh, there was open willingness on both sides to trade information and there was going to be people or bodies left in the street because of that. All very, very dramatic stuff there. Uh, So it really is a soap opera. We'll have more on News Talk Breakfast about Prince Harry uh, and the book hitting the shelves. But the Telegraph tells us that bookshops extended their opening hours last night in expectation of a midnight rush to purchase Prince Harry's book. I'm, I don't really understand why people are out panicking trying to buy this because we know all the details from all of the leaks. But anyway, apparently people were queuing up at midnight across the water to buy it. The book has finally gone on sale today after a week of revelations and WH Smith, the retailer, said it was extending the opening hours of a number of its shops to allow eager readers to pick up a copy hours before anyone else. And apparently already people People were buying the book in airport bookshops for long flights because 
at 417 pages. The average reader will take around 13 hours to finish the book. So people on long haul flights were buying it uh, and trying to finish it then on their flight from... I don't know, London to Singapore or whatever. So that's in the Telegraph this morning. If you're sick of hearing about Harry, unfortunately, this isn't the end of it. In the sun, I know we have a lot of taxi drivers who listen to us on breakfast briefing, but just 5% of them in the capital are driving fully electric vehicles. And the reason being, it would seem, is the lack of charging stations. They're being blamed for the slow move to greener driving by taxi drivers. Research found that of the 10,000 vehicles in the Free Now fleet, just 456 were electric vehicles. And switching Dublin's taxi fleet to e-vehicles would cut carbon emissions by 77% in the sector. Now, I know there are some sort of tax breaks and um, grants and things that taxi drivers get for going electric. Clearly not enough, because a lot of drivers just aren't encouraged, it would seem, to go to electric. So maybe Maybe that's something that could be looked at. Uh, We have a taxi driver in Nace who has one of these Skoda electric cars. I have to say it's lovely, really nice car. Uh, But it took him ages to get the car. He was waiting about a year for it to become available. So that could be another issue too. But uh, just 5% of taxis on the streets of Dublin are fully electric. Now, do you go to the cinema? Well, in The Star, director Sam Mendes says that the great era of going to the cinema is dying can't tell you the last time I went to the cinema and apparently a lot of people are like this because Sam Mendes reckons some of his biggest movies would now have gone straight to streaming if he made them now. So he thinks of films he made uh, like American Beauty, Revolutionary Road, Away We Go, they would all go to streaming now and he's giving out that you have six screen cinemas but you have big films on in three of those screens. So he says I go to the cinema, there's six screens then you go to the six screens and it says screen one avatar, screen two avatar, screen three avatar. That's not a six screen cinema. So he ain't happy with the cinema situation. And final story comes from the star. We have a survey about why people break up with their partners. Dirty fingernails, putting on a baby voice and naff tattoos are among the strangest reasons people have split with a partner. I don't think any of those are strange reasons for splitting. A survey found nearly half have ended a relationship because of an ick. Uh, An eighth called it quits because they were obsessed with star signs, while 11% have ended it with someone who clapped when a plane landed. Uh, Well, that's inexcusable when people start clapping when planes land. So I kind of understand why people would break up with their partner. Uh, The study also found that smelling bad is the top ick. So people are very set on what they want. And if it's an absolute deal breaker, uh, you know, of someone who chews with their mouth open, that's fair enough, according to the survey. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This is Newstalk.